Jonesy and Amanda in the morning. 101.7 WSFM. I put a picture on Insta yesterday that a friend had sent me. It was a photo from the archives and she said, remember this? And it looked like something out of Dickens, but it was from our timeline in the 60s of school milk. Mm. Warm bottles of milk, unflavoured milk yep. that you had to drink every day. Yeah, I had a flashback when I saw that. It just took me back in the 70s when I was in kindergarten at school and you'd have to march on a dot and they brought out a record, there's like a record player, almost looked like a gramophone and the, the marching music was, you know, dan, 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 dan. so you'd march on the spot while you're looking at this milk sitting in the middle of the playground. Then you had to go and drink it. Oh, so you have big issues with things that don't have refrigeration. Yeah, I can't deal. Well, so many comments about these photos and a lot of them saying, I still can't drink plain unflavoured milk because of it. And a lot of people felt like gagging when they saw just a picture of that bottle of milk. Such a flashback. I like, And some of the comments I loved, it said, I was born in 1960 and remember having a bottle of milk and a goiter tablet. <laughs> a goiter tablet? What, for a goiter or to get rid no, of one? I presume to prevent goiters. How do you get a goiter? I, I wasn't aware that was such a big problem. Is it a gland disorder? Don't know. I have to ask... Um, What's his name? The filmmaker. He's got one. George Lucas. Lucas. I don't think he's got a goiter. I just think he's fat. Well, I'll put it to him. (laughs) George. (laughs) Which would you prefer? Behind the actor's studio. George, so tell me. Tell me. Are you fat or do you have a goiter? Some of the comments were about flavoured milk. We never had flavoured school milk. milk. There was no time I like this one, though. She said, my mum used to give me some chocolate quick wrapped in plastic. I'd smuggle that in. It's almost cheating to make you like it. (laughs) I remember one time here... How old did I sound? I got a real sense of it that we're having ice cream cake for somebody's birthday. My birthday. Your birthday, was it? Of course. We're going to have ice cream cake. It's my birthday because that's my favourite cake. And we had those little plastic spoons. Mm. And I brought the room to a standstill inadvertently when I said, these plastic spoons reminds me of when we had to line up at school for our polio vaccine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The millennials looked at me like I was a million years old. Because without any disrespect you are the eldest person here yeah that's true it's, I, it's not disrespectful it's, it's the not truth just, uh, and i would be the second eldest yeah i remember we missed out on the polio vaccine but we just were in time for the tb shot so you'd sit down there in your little singlet in your underpants everyone would get a tb shot for tuberculosis really mm. i remember that well really and there was another one a booster shot you'd get as well yeah 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 but you had to strip down to your singlet and your underpants. Well, I was at a Catholic school, yeah. yeah. So, maybe so that, that was, was dressing up day. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was just... Mufti, everyone. <laughs> maybe, Come on, Mufti. Maybe that was just part of it. <laughs> but you've often spoken about that people wouldn't believe now that mm. you were allowed to stoke the incinerator. Oh. <laughs> he had a name. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the incinerator that would get up to the temperature of mercury and the most responsible child could run the incinerator. We're so talking, why were you there? We're, we're talking about, oh, I could never get to run the. They didn't want me anywhere near no. it. But the remo- most responsible kid in our year was thereabouts nine years of age. So he could put whatever he wanted into the incinerator. But also those were the days where you could just burn stuff. Oh, you burn In the everything. backyard, your parents said every weekend, Dad would be setting off the incinerator or you'd burn <laughs> stuff in the gutter out exactly. the front. Exactly, you'd just burn anything. Yeah. And, and yeah. So what have, would go in it? Oh, everything. Plastics. Cardboard, like rubber. old chairs and things. It's just all junk. It just you just burnt all your junk, and the incinerator would get so hot. It was made of besser blocks, and I remember you could see it glowing on the outside. Wow! But there's no guard around it or anything like that. The teacher would just say, "Stay away from that." And you, get you did because you knew. Yeah, that's what happened. It's Catholic school. Every day you thought they were electing a new pope. <laughs>
Well, the tribal drum is going to beat for this. Remember the days of the old schoolyard. Taking goiter tablets. Yep. Lighting the incinerator. All what, those things. What's the stuff that you think kids wouldn't believe it now? The school stories. Renee is in Preston's. Hello, Renee. Hi, James and Amanda. How are you? Great. You, what, what are some of the memories of the schoolyard for you? Uh, back in the day, be close to the end of the day, you'd be sitting in your chair and the teacher would walk up and pick up the blackboard duster and everybody would bust out of their chair to be picked to go out with the ruler and smack the the duster to get the chalk out at the end of the day. Yeah. And why was that such a gift to be chosen? Was because you got out of class or was it you just liked to do it? I think it was all of the above. One, mm. being selected. Two, to get out of class. And you'd see all the other kids from all the other classrooms doing exactly the same thing. Yep. And you'd wave and you thought it was just the ant's pants. And you know what? It was also a bit of an attention getter as well. Oh, you'd have loved that, oh, Josie. You'd get it. And you'd, you'd be so theatrical. And, and you'd, I'd always stand close to the classroom door so it all waft back into the classroom. <laughs> And the teacher would say, I know what you're doing, James. I know what... And everyone would be laughing because there'd be a cloud of white powders coming back into the room. Glenda's in Westmead. Hello, Glenda. Hi. I'm actually in West Lee, but that's okay. Oh, it's okay. Sorry. Um, oh, that's right. I forgive you. Um, so when I was at school a long time ago, the biggest treat at the, after morning tea and lunch was you could go into, the, you'd go into the staff room if you were chosen and wash up the teacher's cups and saucers and plates and whatever else they use. Wow. They used you as slave labour, pretty much. Yeah, mm. we didn't see it that way, of course, but yeah, exactly. So, yeah. and was it was the staff room filled with smoke? All the teachers were smoking. Yes. Yeah, they all used to smoke back then. Yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely. Imagine that. Okay, you can days. come and clean up and do my washing up for Once me. Once again, also a great field of uh, getting attention. Oh. Know? Especially when you do something to their cups or something like that. Like what? Oh, you can do anything you want. You can lick it or whatever. Who would do that? <laughs> you, that obviously. <laughs> Ming's in Concord. Hello, Ming. Hello. How are you, Jazzy and Amanda? Good, thanks, What's Ming. What's your school flashback this morning? I remember my first PE lesson in Year 7, and I forgot my PE uniform, as did two other girls, and they made me wear a green garbage bag to do the whole PE lesson. And, of course, we did, because that's what you did back in the day. Right. So you took your uniform off and put on just wore a garbage bag. <laughs> Yep, they cut two holes and two holes for your arms and one for your head, and they put me in a green garbage bag for the whole PE lesson. Wow! <laughs> Mum had to pick you up after school on the side of the road. I'll tell you what, you'd work up a lot of sweat under that garbage bag. Yeah, and the thing is that they have boot camps now where people actually do that. That's part of the sweat thing. But but at school, no. Imagine doing that to a kid at school now. Can't do anything to a kid at school now. Don't lament the fact that you used to be able to bully them like <laughs> this. The good old they days great days? Yeah, we used to go through it. When I went to school, it was hell. My kids will sit there open-faced, open-mouthed when I tell the stories of what happened to me in school. Mm, go, that's because oh that's you. Melissa's in Cronulla. Hello, Melissa. What happened to you at school? Morning, Jonesy. Morning, Amanda. I remember wanting so much to be picked to go to the printing room to pick up the printing because it oh. used to be that purple ink. Oh, and yeah. And you used to be able to smell the purple yes. ink. And 
it was just an obsession, like of walking back and holding the sheets and just sniffing them all the way yeah. back to class. Was it like a stetner or something? Mimograph was it? Yeah. And that purple writing, I've had such a flashback. The smell was almost like methylated yeah. spirits yeah, or something. Yeah, it had like a, the, the ink page oh. and there was another page and the printer would roll it through and yeah. I think Andrew Denton says he got into the world of journalism and media. Because just for it, that? For the smell at school. <laughs> he loved the school newspaper because you got to hang around and sniff it. Yeah, I miss those days. Oh, now I've got to make do with a texter. Not nearly as good. Maybe that's why I didn't do so well at school because I was always high from sniffing my notes. Ross is in Springwood. Hello, Ross. G'day, Jonesy. How are you? Very well, thank you. Hello, Ross. What did you get up to at school? Well, when I was about 10 or 11, one of our jobs, which we we loved doing because we got out of the classroom, was we had to go out and get the firewood for the fire. We had to split the firewood with the axe. Oh, (laughs) Give a five- and seven-year-old an axe. Yeah, and I remember particularly one time, because... In that time, I was only small, and I thought the pile was really big, and I climbed right up the top of it to get some of the best wood that was easier to split and cut, and I fell backwards and hit my head, and I think it was on the old tin wheelbarrow, and anyway, I ended up with about five stitches in the back of my head. There it is. So normal day at school, you either yep. had the axe or you got hit and you would in the have back got, of the head. you would have got a good beating for that as well. Oh. That's for splitting your Off head up. sit bay. <laughs> Nurse will take care of that. Brilliant. <laughs> Michelle is in Narrabeen. Hello, Michelle. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. Did you have to split yep. wood at school? No, unfortunately, I didn't get to do that. But as a treat, um, in infant school, if it rained um, and we couldn't go outside to play, our treat was that we could march into the hall, sit down and eat our lunch watching the ABC black and white test pattern. <laughs> there you go. Without, without getting... talking, without talking, because it was such a treat, we had to just visually take that Test pattern in. Brilliant. It's the idea of just having TV at school. You I know. Watch anything. What a treat. Imagine telling kids now who can't not be stimulated but with a thousand things on mm. their phone at once. Imagine saying, sit there and look at the test pattern, and that's the treat. Remember the days of no, there were only about three channels, four channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'd shut down at night, and you'd watch the test pattern. Yeah. And you'd, you'd think, is that changing? So no one, no one, and if you're on YouTube, there's probably a test pattern screen that's probably got three million views. Half of them abusive, <laughs> all the comments underneath. <laughs> this is incredibly racist. <gasps> Love that. Thank you. Jonesy and Amanda. In the morning. 101.7 <laughs> W. FM.